Hafidei, welcome back to Boca Talks. We are a podcast on the KOEM Podcast Network. Um, there's actually a ton of content that a lot of the other podcasts produce. Uh, I'm really into GQ right now, like uh, some of the topics that they're talking about. Um, but there's things on current events, there's, there's things on fashion, sports, health, and then on Boca Talks, we talk a lot about food and health and trying to get everybody to live a healthier lifestyle and using real life, I guess, examples on how to do that and trying to encourage and motivate people to either eat healthier or work out a little bit more in whatever aspect that is. Uh, today, we have two special guests with us. Um, and I guess we'll just jump right into it. Uh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hafri, I'm Joseph Kamacha. I'm the Community Care Coordinator of Payless. Hi, I'm Rose Calvo, and I'm the dietitian for Payless. Cool. So we got Payless in the house, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's no more Payless in Aganya. Man, that's yeah. been messing me up all week, uh, two weeks already, I think. Yeah. Um, how are you guys doing with that? How's, uh, how's the new location coming? Um, there's... It's coming along. It's coming along. Yeah. There's um, still some a good amount of work to do um but you guys it's brought beautiful. down the walls right i saw the we walls did, yesterday. As of yesterday yeah. yeah so we were just there yesterday it's huge visiting huge? and that's yeah, when they're taking it's, their walls it's, it's huge, huge. Yeah. like kashila's huge or bigger it's bigger than our mall payless so dang yeah. is it as cold as your mall payless because your mall payless most is cold. likely dang <laughs> I, I saw you guys had a well let's let's not get into that yet right let's go let's go talk more about some of the things that you guys have been doing uh talk more about how you got into the position that you're in okay and doing all of that so a couple of years ago right i um when i i graduated from college already and i was i think i was i just started working at doe and i used to play rugby with your brother and he i think you were just going into school or college and yeah. she was asking me he's like hey man how's the uh How's the whole nutrition dietary field on Guam, right? And I was like, oh, you know, it's okay. I like it, but I think that there's a big need for it. You know, there's mm-hmm. looking around trying to make a career out of it was hard. You know, because I was at the hospital for a while and just couldn't move up because there's no openings, right? And you can't just create openings in the right. government, so it was kind of hard for that. But how did you get in, into nutrition and why? I got into nutrition because of rugby. So one of my first tours. And if you don't know yet, Rose is a badass rugby player. OMG, OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, back in 2010, I was on one of my first tours. Um, we went to the Hong Kong Sevens, I think it was. And we had a new management or coaching staff from New Zealand. And um, Simon, Simon Fathers, Simon, okay. he was my inspiration for yeah. getting into nutrition. Um, he was primarily our physio, but you know he had his electrolyte drink that mm-hmm. he mixed for us, and then um, at meals he would tell us what we should or should not be eating. And I just thought, how cool would that be um, to travel with sports teams and give that nutrition input? Yeah. So really, sports nutrition was my interest when you were playing did you guys have to write out everything that you ate and submit it to him no okay no so he was primarily a physio 
um, and like the way our coaching staff went, we only met them like within a week, one oh, really? we one to two weeks before the tournament. Um, so we didn't get a lot of time uh, with them either. When we were working with them, um, when Simon was with us on the national team, he had me. I couldn't go on the on the trip, right? But I was still, you know, playing with the guys, and he had me. He found out that I was um I was into nutrition, so he had me take down everything that the guys were eating everything oh, and i had to calculate their calories at the uh, before practice and after um monitor their their liquid intake and just kind of like work with some of the guys to get their weight down some of them to maintain just make sure they're eating enough and it was always funny so i had like one of the guys was like he would eat really good throughout the week and then friday comes and it's just he went from like 2500 calories consistently all week to like close to 4,000 on the weekend and that's just like all the alcohol you know and I was just cracking up and I was like dude you gotta you gotta you gotta calm down on the weekends and the weekends were the days we played you know yeah so it was it was hard but so um sports nutrition how is that a little bit different from just regular nutrition sports nutrition it's for performance so um, most people you know when we think of nutrition at least generally, we're teaching my plate, we're teaching um, the nutrition guidelines that you can fa- find on the USDA website. Um, but that's really just for wellness, general health. Um, once you get into performance, um, there are different um, levels of energy needs, protein needs, um, in some cases, supplements, there's timing. Um, it's just it's totally different type of nutrition and um, I'm kind of getting back into it now since I traveled I took a break from rugby for a bit um, to get into my career and finish school Um, but over the past two years I got back into it and I've been kind of practicing that sports nutrition at least with myself and with my my teammates that's cool that's cool. What about you, Say? How how'd you get into the whole mix? I know you um, you are a very, very active person, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, a lot of what you do has also to do with what you eat, right? So kind of how does your how does your life fit in with your job? Um, my life fits well. Um, you know that saying, like, uh, we don't have time, we make time. So uh, now that I, um, I'm working at Payless, uh, so I usually get my trainings in the morning and then work, and then I still try to eat right throughout you know, now that I'm uh, inside the office, so like, I can't eat as much as I can. So, you know, I was basically well, broken into... you work at Payless and you can't eat as much? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, uh, if I eat more, then that means um, I end up getting bigger. So <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of it's broken into, like, moderations. And then, um, so I would say um, my workout intensities have dropped a little. Wait, aren't you... Aren't you fighting? Yes. You submit? Yes. Right? That's like... Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. I literally started uh, eating right last week. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, my mind's, like, playing games on me with, like, you know, the sugar rush yeah. and stuff. Like, First oh, week's man. always the hardest. Yeah. So, just uh, getting through that right now. And then um, I still do my uh, training after uh, after work. So. Yeah. Hey, man. I think it helps that you work right next to Rosé. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Because I was actually asking her, like, you know, how do I... Um, get a little bigger you know so um, in two weeks yeah in two weeks <laughs> yeah so uh, she mentioned like protein with some isolate inside and yeah. um, creatine yeah, yeah. so I want to do it the right way not the 
tomorrow way right <laughs> and, and then you have to like drop 10 pounds a day of right the day yeah before. yeah then you're just <laughs> weirded out by that um okay so getting back into the nutrition field how like when you started your your career right and going into school what did you foresee you'd be doing um well i saw myself traveling with teams um so i found a program at university of hawaii um and when I got there, I told my counselor, I want to do the sports and wellness track. I was confident going in there. And he, man, he shut me down, killed my <laughs> dreams. And he was like, you know, you can't do rugby forever. And he, um, he directed me to the dietetics track. Um, so that added a few years of school, a few more years. I was avoiding science before that time. You don't like science? Uh... <laughs> Math or science? I just, science. Oh, okay. Um, but I do. I appreciate science now, but I just wanted to finish school already. Yeah. I already was going for a couple years, and I didn't declare, so I just wanted to be over with it. But um, from dietetics, you know, we learn more of the medical nutrition therapy mm -hmm. um, side of it. And even when I was in school, I, I still didn't really understand what a dietitian did because I had never heard of a dietitian growing up. I never encountered one um, until I got into my internship. And so I did um, most of my medical internship at Queens Medical Center and um, got to see how that hospital life went. Did you like and it? Personally, I actually like routines and structured days mm -hmm. um so it was hard oh yeah you um, got a big ass planner that's <laughs> like super detailed <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm that kind of person i need to write a checklist down but um i yeah payless it it started off as an internship. It was just a project. One of the products for my projects for my dietetic internship was to do a shopping tour and teach um, customers, um, of course, basic um, healthy eating, but also how to eat within a budget. Mm -hmm. um, and from there, Payless just saw it as a, a huge opportunity. So for for Payless, you know, as our as a grocery store, um, we don't just sell groceries. Um, we are really big on customer service and giving back to the community. Um, so, at least um, you know, upper management they they just love the idea of being able to provide that type of resource to our customers. I appreciate how when. At least, you know, when I, when I was looking at, okay, well, when I was going to school and I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my career? You know, what am I going to do with my life? And you kind of look around and like you, I, I never knew a, a dietitian growing up, you know. And the first time I met a dietitian was when I was working at the hospital, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, our dietitian was Kathy Sinicholas, yeah. who I, I loved working with her, you know. And... Um, but I, you know, I was looking at it. I was like, man, this, it's the hospital, it's public health, it's maybe clinics, yeah. right? And that's majority of what you think a, a dietitian or a nutritionist is going to do, right, right, in the medical field. But I appreciate how you, you guys and Payless, you, you kind of went outside the box, 
and you you created an atmosphere within a grocery store that put emphasis on not only like buying food but trying to help people to to purchase and make better decisions on what they buy because i think it starts it starts there you know like everyone's like oh yeah. it, it starts at home with what you cook and everything but i think you guys take it a step further and you're looking at the products that people buy yeah and what's being offered because for a long time when even when i opened boca box in 2016 it was hard for me to find almond flour it's hard for me to find uh, tapioca flour and soy sauce alternatives mm-hmm. and things with low sodium and it was just hard all around almond butter couldn't find freaking <laughs> almond butter you know and then then you came along and then I was I remember talking to you and then all of a sudden all these items started popping up I was like oh my god this is <laughs> awesome so how how's that how's that switch from being more medical minded in the nutrition field to now looking at this from a community standpoint it was a huge learning curve, mainly for the business side. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dietetics, uh, all my courses, they were all science or, and then I maybe had one marketing class. Um, but yeah, the business end, um, that was a, it's still a challenge for me um, trying to, I guess, align business with health yeah um what kind of things do you guys since since you've started with payless right yeah. there's been a lot i mean you can see the change already you know the one of the marketing is really good and to the every time i go to payless there's always some sort of like community flyer that's out there yeah. right mm-hmm. like eat this you guys uh, do you guys were big on tomorrow month yep right and trying to make healthier alternatives to, to certain things how has that how how has Payless kind of changed towards that that mindset? Um, and what things have you guys done within the past two years, maybe? Uh, a lot. Um, well, first off, Health Smart um, it started before me, and it actually started with my auntie Claire, mm-hmm. um, and she um, saw the need for more natural organic selection in Guam. So that's how things started to pop up. Um, but you know, she didn't work for Payless. That was just, mm-hmm. you know, her recommendations, what she thought should go in the store. So that helped grow our selection. And then by the time I came in, um, I naturally um, got, got tasked to manage the category. And um, for me, it was just like, yes, we have the product, but people don't know why this product is so expensive what is the value behind this product Um, so it started off very product focused Um, we went through so many ideas one of the ones is putting more like shelf talkers in the store what's Uh, that um, just the little signs that you see on the shelves okay yeah those are called shelf talkers that's like the stuff that uh, what does it say it's like brown right and it says like smart something Mm -hmm. So okay. it says natural organic, um, used to say health smart. We actually went through a very short phase of we had these little icons and I stuck it on products that were like good for um, expecting mothers, good for ah. athletes. So I tried that concept for a while, but man, I mean, you know, when it comes to food, it's so hard to like 
even you're limiting like you don't want to say this food is only good for expecting mothers mm -hmm. or you know it's just I didn't feel comfortable drawing any of those lines yeah. so it just that didn't work out um, so from there we moved on to more educational style um, interacting with people um, I was doing shopping tours a lot of outreaches how the shopping tours been because those I've done a few shopping tours um, at Payless uh, and it, it's always been hard to yeah. like have people you know it take is. people through the store you know? it is so how's that been for you um it's right now we only do shopping tours with schools those are the only ones that request so That's actually it's pretty been cool like a like a field trip yeah we okay. do field trips mm -hmm. um so it's definitely been a struggle trying to get people to understand the value of nutrition education mm -hmm. in a store and even for me i think it's the best place for education because that's where people are making their decisions mm -hmm. and now that we have a kitchen we have that opportunity to help them actually see you know from what's on the shelf to the finished product this is we get to show them that whole experience and go through that with them and um, i think it's we're still working on changing that idea when people go to the store that we are an available resource because I mean, for the most part, even me, when I go shopping, you kind of just want to get in and yeah. get out. And we thought our an advantage for Payless is we have so many locations. So, like, if we could just somehow get people to see us as a resource. So it's really not that out of the way to go to Let Me Meet You at Sinahanya or Mingila Payless mm -hmm. and, you know, shop with you. I like um, I like the edu kitchen. Like uh, I remember going when I was at DOE, I would go on on these business trips, and I would go to like the big um, what's it called Kroger's or yeah. something like that, and or what's a big one Whole Foods, <laughs> right? And they would have. I remember walking in, and there'd be some dude in this in this uh, kitchen. And it would be like an open kitchen. Mm -hmm. And people were just sitting down watching the guy make some stuff with the products that are there. And I thought it was very it was very innovative. And then coming back, then seeing the Edu Kitchen, then I was like, oh, my God, these guys are <laughs> right in line with, with what's going on in the States, right? Has that has the Edu Kitchen helped you guys out? Yeah. And what kind of stuff do you guys do with that? So I'm going to start off with how it started, and then I'm going to let Say take over until what it morphed into. But when we first... Bill Education, who is me and Dar, and I'm not a chef. Uh, all we did was found recipes online, modified it, and hoped for the best. Mm -hmm. Hoped it tasted well or it turned out well. Um, but then we were able to, we had a huge interest. We would fill up our classes. Um, so um, we got the AOK -okay to hire a few more people and that's when say came into the picture or joseph mm -hmm. want to explain what we do now so now uh in the edu kitchen um so now in the edu kitchen we have uh different types of classes we have a chef series uh cooking demo so that's led by our edu kitchen chef so like any anybody in the community that wants to sign up on our uh, classes they are free uh, they can go on our website on paylessmarkets.com and uh, click the link that says community and it'll take you to a calendar that has all our classes uh, every month. And we have 
three to four classes a month and so that's just a chef series that's just one one type and then our second type is we have our uh health smart class so those are the ones that are interested in more on uh learning the nutrition they want to know more about the benefits of the different uh food groups that's led by our uh super uh supermarket dietitian rose and um then we also have a go green class which uh if people are interested in learning about um well this is more for the kids but um uh, you get to learn about the um, environmental sustainability with our community relations coordinator and then the last one the last type is our healthy heroes uh, workshop so this is a this is a pattern of chef series um, health smart or go green and it's every third Saturday of the month and I think it's really awesome how this class fills up when it fills up because it just goes to show like parents you know guardians are aware of you know getting their kids to start living a healthy lifestyle or learning about um, environmental sustainability now with the the chefs um what's it chef's class chef uh chef series chef series, chef series. do they they the participants actually cook yes they're engaged the yes and mm -hmm. they learn everything from from scratch to yes how to put stuff together mm -hmm. i think that's super cool uh when I, I think kids nowadays because there's so much processed food i don't mm -hmm. think they know how to cook anymore mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like I, I i grew up in a family where we had to cook all the time you know like first thing i learned how to make was rice you know <laughs> use your freaking finger and yep. you dip it in first line it, yeah <laughs> but, uh, that's how we all did right yeah. Yeah, pull mm -hmm. the potatoes make potato salad you know and, and just just to do that for the yeah. for the parties in the family but when i opened boca box um and I started hiring people. I would get these uh, 19 to 22 year old uh, college kids come in and they wouldn't know how to make an egg. They didn't know how to boil an egg. They didn't know how to uh, how to cut an onion. And I was like, what? It's like, for real? And they're like, yeah, all, all we had growing up was like Hot Pockets and microwavable stuff. So they, they don't have those skills. So mm -hmm. I think Chef Series brings that to light, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what kind of stuff does do you guys make and what kind of skills can people learn with the chef series? So they learn like uh, basic cutting skills, how to like they do. Uh, he does some kind of like um, proper meat temperatures of how to like, you know, t temperature for chicken, steak, beef. Just cook it till it's not bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> if it's burnt, it's done. Right. And then, yeah, he has um, he breaks it down to like the different um, percent or like um, how would I say it? Um, the certain degrees of like medium rare, 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 yeah. well done. Wait, how do you like your steak, man? Well done. Well done. Yeah, I don't I'm not like you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> medium rare. Yeah. I am medi I'm medium rare. Man, I'm like medium yeah, rare. Cook it to a medium. Medium. I'm that. <laughs> if, I, if it's well done, just throw it away. Uh, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and don't then like um, all the juice and all the blood. Nah, not really. If, I, if it is like that way, then you gotta put like finadeni or something. Oh my yeah, God. lemon on that thing. Yeah. Oh, say. I know, I'm sorry. I, I killed the podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> and cut. Just kidding. Um, oh, so so what other things are do they learn? Is this for, like, kids to adults or just adults? Um, Just for adults. And then uh, we do have our, uh, our Healthy Heroes uh, Kids Workshop. So that one is either uh, tailored towards... Uh, a health smart where they learn about nutrition or a chef series where they do get more hands-on how to like properly cut vegetables and fruits how to properly make rice if uh if that's part of the uh theme how do you guys come up with the uh with the recipes i mean like how like do people come in and be like hey i want to learn how to make uh stuff out yeah. you know and then we do a bit of both so mm -hmm. when we first started we were just following like the food calendars it's 
this month is whole grains awareness month mm. or whatever so we started with that but with um we do customer uh, surveys mm -hmm. at the end of our classes so we do get feedback on what people want to learn so for example this last demo um he taught about using different flowers and that was generated oh from, wow what um, kind of flowers did did you guys have we had um he used almond flour um coconut flour and he comp he just con compared yeah. con or actually yeah. contrasted it with the all-purpose and yeah. whole wheat flour mm -hmm. like the different textures like this is a whole wheat flour versus yeah coconut flour and did he use like a chickpea or garbanzo flour oh yes he used garbanzo flour as well yeah there's like man so much flowers there's yeah so, there's so much green i remember going and uh man we would get our almond flour from you guys and i remember going to the store <laughs> a couple weeks ago and then there was like quinoa flour yep. and mm -hmm. then there was there's chia flour chia now. flour and i was like what the hell and <laughs> so you know it, it's cool because i mean the products are there but we just don't know how to use it yeah so having that chef series mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense like hey guys we have uh, chia flour on special here's what you can do with it what can you do with chia flour um i would imagine so we I was hoping we would feature that one, but it didn't make the, the final cut. Um, so I'm not really sure of its baking properties. Yeah. But you nutritionally, you would add it, of course, for the fiber. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it still retains some of the, the healthy fats. I'm trying to figure out, like, chia flour. Yeah, I would imagine it's, like, coconut, very fibery, um, probably absorbs a lot of water. I, I just Googled it, and there's, like, chia flour bread, well, chia f wraps, chia pizza dough. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you probably work it what? in how you work it with, like, coconut flour. You have yeah. to blend it with almond, usually. But doesn't it expand? Chia? Yeah, right? It well, expands a little, but... I, I have no idea. We need to... Yeah, we need to experiment with it, right? Here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, who, where's your chef from? Um, he is... He's from Guam. <laughs> um, He's no. from Guam. He, um, he got his culinary degree at GCC. Um, he's worked in a few restaurants. And um, before he worked for us, he was doing more personal um, chef stuff, personal um, clients. Or private cooking. So his specialty before um, was vegan cooking. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't like. I I think that vegan cooking is probably the hardest yeah, thing to do. Yeah, it is. Like, we have we have uh, paleo plans, keto plans, low calorie plans, a pescatarian plan, and a plant based plan at the Boca Box. But you know, out of all of them, I I that one's hardest. Yeah, I I dread like when we have <laughs> customers come in and we're like, how many uh, plant based meals are we making? For you know, like how many customers we got, and they're like five. I'm like, oh my god, that's way too much work. <laughs> and wait, and it's a lot of food, just to get the the calories up. Yeah. But man, I gotta talk to that guy. I gotta go to his classes because if he works a lot with vegan stuff, that's yeah, that's hard. Mm -hmm. uh, so the chef series, and then you said there was one more thing. We have we have four types. So chef series, health smart, go green, and uh, healthy heroes workshop. 
So which one, the kids one, is mm-hmm. Healthy, Healthy Heroes? Healthy Heroes. So mm-hmm. it varies between the other three themes. Yeah. So how, how has that been? Because I've been seeing, especially in the summer, I saw you guys putting out a lot of stuff. And it looks super yeah. cool. Like you guys had a mini uh, summer camp, right? Yeah, we had a summer camp last month. Uh, that was, we had a one-week um, camp. It, was, it started at 8 a.m. to We had the kids all day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Yeah, and Say was head counselor. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> so I, I remember, had eighteen kids. I remember doing summer camps and <laughs> oh, man. oh man, yeah. good on I you for doing that. I don't know how teachers. Big props to teachers. For real, it's to have rough. them all day, yeah. all day, every day for like. And it's just a that. week long, but we also have a wide range uh, age group. Yeah. We did. We actually we had five. As young as five? Yeah, we had two uh, five-year-olds. It's because um, they wanted to tag along with their uh, older sibling. You know, like, why? It's not fair that uh, so-and-so is in it. Can I join them? So, you know, we got got two. Five to 12. Five to 12. How did that go for you? Um, It was a a bit challenging because it was kind of hard to (laughs) connect the older older kids with the younger kids because, you know, being a five-year-old, your your attention span drifts really quick and versus, like, uh, trying to um, get the 12-year-old to, uh, you know, match up with the, the younger ages because they're already getting more mature. So, yeah, it was, it was a balance. I mean, we had some of our – we had some challenges, but uh, <laughs> overall they had a good time. I think you also get to see their people skills come out. So by the end of camp, the older kids were kind of acting as, like, group leaders and you know they they took that initiative and they they would help we didn't even have to assign them to do anything what kind of stuff did the kids learn besides i mean obviously they learned cooking right but yeah cooking was actually one only one uh theme out of the week so our first day was all about nutrition so health smart so we had uh the man himself jesse rosario he came in as (laughs) one of our guest speakers monday did I just Chia pudding. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we did an we evaluation and that was the top. Yeah. See what I can do. Mm-hmm. So uh, Monday was uh, all about nutrition. Um, or, yeah, uh, yeah, nutrition. And then Tuesday was about uh, chef series. We had, um, we also had a special guest speaker come in from um, Hyatt. Mm. Hyatt to come in and they, he, he uh, created mm-hmm. this snack attack. I mean, it wasn't a... Uh, all that um, healthy, but uh, he didn't get the memo. Yeah, health, the healthy, <laughs> healthy hero. <laughs> but, yeah, but he made uh, man. He made teriyaki chicken, but he put vegetables uh, to pair it with, okay. which was good. Uh, but then he fries? French fries. He, he deep fried that. Yeah, he deep fried that. I don't want to say what oil, but anyways, he deep fried that. Um, he also made uh, chocolate covered Chocolate. Yeah. Hey, man. Those are good. We'll just go with he used dark chocolate. Just that's how, that's I don't how know. my wife eats fruit. <laughs> She puts chocolate on it. Yeah. And then he made, uh, well, he made fresh fish sticks with, uh, like, um, I think, was it um, salmon or marlin? He Mar- cut that up, and Mar- then he uh, he put, like, breadcrumbs on it, and then he fried it down for the kids. Yeah, and he paired it with uh, cucumbers and uh, carrots. Cucumbers and carrots with uh, chili sauce. So, once again, I, he didn't get the memo, but... <laughs> hey, but it, the skills of frying... Um, yeah. He got the kids involved, yeah, of how to like um, hot stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, Wednesday. Kids are scared. So yeah, ones that haven't. I'm scared of frying stuff. Even cutting, Deep like frying. I don't. 
I don't even it. cutting like using a knife so I'm like no yeah. no I don't want to use yeah. it but then you know part of our rules in the kitchen is to be brave and courageous yeah. so uh, we always tell them you know just be brave and then they end up trying it and then and they, uh, they end up uh, liking light cutting at the end we have the different day. levels so for the younger kids we use like plastic knives mm. yeah or pretend popsicle sticks or popsicle yeah. sticks Oh. Yeah, yeah. pretend popsicles. Starting with yeah. like Play-Doh instead mm-hmm. of actual food. Yeah. Do any of the kids eat the Play-Doh? No. No, no. my nephew <laughs> eats Play-Doh. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just day two. Yeah, and then Wednesday we had our Go Green uh, environmental sustainability. So we had different guest speakers come in to talk about Go Green, recycle, reuse. They made um, bags out of T-shirts. Mm-hmm, bags out of Jewelry T-shirts. out of plastic oh, bags. Yeah. Okay, just, just, I know we're going to jump around a bit, but... The um, the the payless no bag Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first, I thought I was like, "What the hell are these guys doing?" Right, and then now it like blew up to this whole big thing where everyone's more environmentally cautious. Mm-hmm. And like, I go like when I go shopping at Payless uh, for my shop, I, I buy a lot of stuff. Like, I fill up my whole cart, right, just because we need that. And I always seem to go on a Wednesday, and I'm always like, "Oh crap, mm-hmm. I forgot my bags." You know, yeah. so I have to like bring boxes and stuff. But how how has how has the community um, how the, how have they reacted to the the no bag thing? Um, we first of all, the decision to do that was we were we were kind of nervous. We were very nervous about it. Um, but um, that came that decision came from our ad team, and that was we have ad representatives from every store, mm-hmm. and we meet every week to discuss the ads and um we yeah it was in that meeting we're like so are we committing to this um are the employees going to be okay with the potential Did you guys get a lot of backlash with that um i don't think we got as much as we thought yeah. we would that's um, cool i, I mean everybody's kind of on board with it yeah are you guys yeah. gonna expand that to more days or we are I think um, well there is legislation right going on right now to just ban plastic bags. Ban it? I think so. I, I know in Hawaii, right? They they charge extra, right? If you if you go to the store and you use a plastic bag, it's like yeah. a couple cents tax on that or something. Right. I think if I'm not mistaken, the legislation that's being worked up right now is for a ban. Dang. But I could be wrong. You'll need to talk Amen. to we're our Go have, Green rep about that we're one. We're going to have to take our shirts off and turn it into bags. <laughs> <laughs> Call our healthy heroes. They know right? how to make shirts, uh, bags out of shirts. <laughs> okay, so getting back to the the summer camp, the, the you guys had the Go Green thing on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then Friday was uh, Fun Fit Thursday, so we had uh, two of our gym partners, uh, Still Athletics and Synergy, they came in and uh, taught the kids how to, um, well... Uh, like some functional movements and some uh, be- just having the importance of being uh, active outdoors, mm-hmm. you know, rather than being in the house and going on your iPad. Yeah. They did oh, Tahitian fit, mm-hmm. so the go- the the boys they were kind of you know, nervous at first. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, man, the boy thing. Shake your hips and chicks like that. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Friday, we took them to the Manhita Farm, so they li- they got to see the different uh, vegetables and fruits. Where's and the Manhita Farms? In Jigo. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, they were... That was a hard time for them. Again, um, kids, these a lot of them aren't used to being outside. 
out kind of, of the aircon. Right? They were. It was hot. Yeah. yeah. They were dying yeah, on the farm. <laughs> First ten minutes, so I was uh, they want water. Some of them at the end. We, I did. I interviewed all of them. You know, what were the highlights of the camp? And I was surprised that some of them yeah, said Manita. the farm because yeah. everyone's faces was like, Red. what are we <laughs> doing Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, what are we doing Sweaty here? And majority of them liked the Friday, the trip to the <laughs> Manita farm. Maybe because they don't get out as much. Yeah, that maybe it was like, yeah. But maybe they've never been to a farm. I remember like... And they thought it was going to be like, a barn animal farm. Yeah, like yeah. pigs, cows, chickens. You can see a bunch of plants yeah. or crops. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I, I appreciate about Payless that you guys have kind of been the, in the forefront of, uh, with all the stores in general, I, I think, is you guys work closely with the local farmers. And you guys always have a variety of local vegetables mm-hmm. and fruits, right? And um, I, I know you guys are a grocery store that, that's pushing you know, some of the, the canned stuff, but you guys have also done a good job at pushing a lot of the local stuff. How has that changed for you guys? Just uh, the incorporation of local fruits and veggies into the stores. Um, well, it brings us full circle. First of all, I think local, that's definitely driven by our customers to people nowadays. They want local. to buy local. They want mm. to support local. Um, we have a lot of Island Pride, um, we always have, um, but like buying local, getting people to appreciate um, farming, um, just brings us full circle to health yeah. and nutrition. So, what's your what is your take on nutrition for Payless? Like, what do you want the customers to uh, to kind of understand or take away when they come into the store? Um, that there are choices and it's not the healthy choice can be an easy choice so mm-hmm. that's where the education comes in um, a lot of times you know you hear the barriers it may be it's too expensive or I don't have time mm-hmm. but really those are all those are barriers that are not I mean those are perceptions yeah. really and once you learn um, different alternatives um, or strategies like those those are those should not be barriers to yeah. healthy eating at all yeah um, like for example when I go to family parties my go-to dish is to bring salad and it's so so cheap to bring like kale kale is yeah. so cheap to buy and to make a huge salad for a party like you know, I notice that. Like, and, and I'm, I'm the same way. When I go to, to parties, I bring <laughs> something that has lots of veggies. Mm-hmm. But majority of the parties that we go to, they don't have that. You yeah. know, so when you bring mm-hmm. it, what's what always um, makes me kind of freak out is that's probably the first to go. Yeah, you know, like, it people is. want it, but it's not it there, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it kind of comes full circle. Circle when you guys are at at Payless, and the options are there. Do you see a lot of people gravitating more towards the organic or healthier alternatives now than before? Yeah, it's the natural organic category is it's a grow it's grown it's consistently grown over the years. Yeah. How what kind of new things have you guys been kind of bringing in, and what, what, what and have they been doing good? Um. So with. Guam, we are kind of, we, we're delayed on the trends. So we actually have access to like super cool products and we try them out 
and no one notices or no one cares. No one. It's not a trend yet right. here in Guam. Um, and then like, we like have to what? delete it. What um, Let's see. Like for example, the paleo and keto trends. Like we had, we've had access to certain types of products, and then they just we had to bring them back. Or yeah, I kind of remember that. Then. <laughs> I remember asking a while back for like coconut aminos or yeah. coconut so, like MCT oil mm-hmm. and stuff. We like and discontinued it for a while, yeah. but now people. I remember are that. I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? All, all the avocado-based stuff, yeah, cauliflower-based. Where stuff. is that? The avocado mayo. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's at Payless Pay One. One. Only a couple stores carry it because no one buys it. You guys um, got to bring that back to my team. Yes, mm. we do. It's hard making so avocado mayo. It's wow. The that's one thing. It's just we're. It's just not. We're not. We're not up to date with the trends in the states yet. But we do follow them. We're yeah. just. We are a couple years behind. Years. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Okay. That's hard. That's kind of hard to keep up with. What What are some of the things that you guys have pushed out that have made a big impact, though? Um, I think our riced veggies do very well. I'm not sure how many people, like, as far as huge impact on the masses, but at least something that uh, that we introduce as an alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, that's people are very like the, the frozen collie rice. Yeah, and you guys have had the. Uh, Broccoli, rice. Right. I think I saw one more. We have carrot. Um, there's sweet potato. But yeah, my favorite are the one. cauliflower and broccoli. Yeah, me too. And like, you know, for me, um, especially if, you know, you still need that carb source. So I mix mine with actual rice. But it, you know, I mix it with like a couple tablespoons of rice and you bulk the rest up with. Cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower. And that's my go-to starch so little swap outs like that we try to push um what else has worked what you guys are you guys are opening up mighty right and that's supposed to be soon hopefully please because i'm trying to to go into sinahanya and Oka all the time right but um you guys are are opening up mighty very soon what can people expect out of that is that is it going to be like Again, yeah, all over again, or what new things are going to be there? You can expect expect another edgy kitchen. We're having edgy kitchen. Um, roughly same size, I would say, but um, more and more uh, more programs. Yes, or I would, yeah, I would say in a month we'll be doubling up on our classes. So we do four, so we'll be doing maybe eight, six to eight. Okay. classes so we'll be mm-hmm. matching the classes yeah. okay. so we just have one in Dedida, one in yeah oh, okay okay oh so we brought it closer yeah. to the for the, the the southern people yeah. you know because um i did a uh, community um corner down there and i was mentioning that we had um we're going to be having an edgy kitchen inside mighty and they're like wow it's about time you're bringing the edgy kitchen closer for the southern yeah side so that's good mm-hmm what other things in the new Payless are you guys going to have? We're expanding our prepared foods. Um, so we um, we have an executive chef, um, Chef Dennis. He's doing the deli, so that's internal now. Um, Man, that's about time you guys started yeah. doing that. Like I remember you and I had this conversation a while back about uh, 
like the like Whole Foods in the states and the other stores. They have like uh, these delis or small kitchens within mm-hmm. the, the stores, and you can just buy stuff right there. Yeah, so that was one of the main things we wanted to um, feature with my tea because um, we definitely want to be able to compete with um, those huge retailers. Mm-hmm. Should anyone want to come and you know try to stake a claim here in Guam for grocery um, we want to show that we have just as great as a facility and in this the grocery stores in the states prepared meals is it's huge in yeah. those grocery stores so that's something we really are focusing on we're doing an aged beef mm-hmm. oh my god yeah. you guys yeah. have aged beef mm-hmm. like a yeah, like, so a like a compartment a yep yeah. i think i saw a picture of that yeah like a whole section right the, mm-hmm. oh my god uh, you you're not allowed there because you eat your steak well done. <laughs> Just before this, um, we were watching because yeah. uh, Uncle Mike was talking about the new Payless, mm-hmm. um, and he talked about aged beef and yeah, steak. Like, oh. So what's, what's, the what's with aged beef? Yeah, what's, they just age it longer. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean more more flavor. But you got the flavor comes from all the. Juices, it gets I think. more tender mm, too, yeah. right? But you wouldn't know about that. Of course, I, I <laughs> meets me, man. <laughs> as long as there's no bl- blood in it, I'm good. <laughs> oh my god, you're missing now. You got a little, little say. <laughs> so you guys got a aged um, beef section, and mm-hmm. you guys are going also going to have a butchery, right? I think so. That's that's what I'm hearing. Like yeah. the rumors, like I'm not I, sure. One of the things I've always wanted was a like a legit butchery here you can just go mm. get your meat like i get some of my meat cut at uh well it was a ganya before like i'll call in like hey can i get a um sirloin tip at one inch steaks or whatever yeah. they'll, they'll prepare that for me but yeah now it's going to be bigger at mighty i hope if you guys have that we'll see mm-hmm. what um what other things are happening for you guys we are launching nutrition services so our program these past few years has focused on a lot of group education and we want to start uh, offering individual services. Um, and those like, for example, um, nutrition therapy, that would happen in either Mighty Payless Edu Kitchen or the One Edu Kitchen. So the Edu Kitchen will be our space for counseling. So people can come in and if they <clears throat> want to talk to you about their health and diet or whatever you'll be there for them right so we're gonna have a wellness portion where you can do like self-referral and that's um i'm calling that a personal shopping program Mm -hmm. because of course it's not for payless it's not just education it's how are they going to use it in the store Mm -hmm. so it's going to be more hands-on um helping them revamp their shopping list or their pantry Mm -hmm. um and then we are also going into medical nutrition therapy um, where um, physician can refer to our services um, to do nutrition therapy for diabetes, um, high blood pressure, that type of stuff. I think that is very, that's a very much needed thing here. Mm-hmm. Like, I get a lot of people that come in and like, oh, my doctor said um, I need to start eating this way, but then they don't know how. Yeah. So they can go straight to you mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I'm diabetic what kind of things should I get for the house? Mm-hmm. And then you just do your thing, right? Yep, that's the whole idea. So I can take them through the store. I can say, let me see your shopping list. Okay, what do you think about trying this instead of this? Or switch out um, stuff. Yeah, and then again, we have that access to a kitchen that 
and on you, how am I supposed uh, to prepare this? Exactly. Here's so. frozen cauliflower. <laughs> There's like ten different ways to to make it. That's super cool. Wow. It, Good yeah, for you we're guys. excited about it. Um, really. Um, got to establish those partnerships with the physicians, and also we're really hoping to get um, have it be a covered benefit for insurance. Yeah, that's cool. I think the the whole health phase on Guam is is picking up, and I think people are becoming a little bit more conscious about it. And that, that's a good thing. I mean, we're there's a big community of people that want to help and mm-hmm. want to create a healthier Guam. And I think you guys are doing an excellent job at using your resources at Payless and and getting out to the community more. Um, so you guys got the new place coming up? Yes. Mighty. You guys got the nutrition services. Uh, when is that happening? We already launched it with our employees. Mm-hmm. Um, but Again, it's a lot of them, it's for medical conditions. And so the way that um, medical nutrition therapy works, it really does have to start with the physician who directs that treatment for medical care. So Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them still need to make an appointment with their doctors or, you know, wait for their annual physical or their checkup to get that referral going. But if if people don't have a referral and they just want to eat and figure out how to shop healthier, you're there and you can help them. Yes. Okay. That's super cool. Um, and then you guys have the programs and the outreach programs happening mm-hmm. continuously mm-hmm. every yearly Saturday. Um, the like the chef. Oh, uh, we have four every month. Yeah. So Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, mostly Friday Saturdays. Every Friday Saturday. Yeah. Almost every. Almost every Friday. Sometimes Saturday. we don't schedule if it's too falls too early in the month. We don't schedule like on the first Friday or Saturday just to give time for the word mm. to come out because our calendar comes out on the first. Where, where's your calendar located? We get it. Um, so it comes out with um, our ad um, whenever like the first of the month hits, the ad's closest to that date. That's okay. when our calendar comes out. Um, and then we also post it in our stores mm-hmm. and our stores. it's on our website. And our gym partners. Gym partners. Posters at our different gym partners. Mm -hmm. Cool. So you guys, you guys got your hands full, filled with a lot of stuff. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's a really, really good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't even talk about all our community outreach. So what have you guys been doing? um, So we do, uh, we also do community outreaches as far as like health fairs at different uh, uh, hotels. We do uh, health fairs at um, the uh, phone companies, GTA, Docomo, ITNE. We've done a food demonstration at DFS. Yeah, yeah, we've done a food. Uh, so um, that's our actually our private demo. So like not only our classes at the Edge Kitchen, we also um, upon request for different uh, organizations or companies that want to do a private event, uh, they can uh, call me or uh, email me, and we can schedule a a date. Uh, and we can always. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, and it's based off like what they're they want to learn or what, what they're interested in and then once they give us that information we cater the recipes and the lessons towards um what they want that's cool mm-hmm. so you guys can can take the education and kind of make it mobile mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes yeah that's if cool. they have like a uh, you know a suitable kitchen for us to use yeah. at the at the spot or if it's like if it's depends on like the tools that we're working with or what they're they want to learn Cool. We also get a lot of requests from schools. 
Um, I think it's mainly oh, from the school yeah. nurses. Yeah, mostly um, nurses. They, yeah, the school nurses um, call us to go to their health fairs or to do nutrition talks. And those are, they can be pretty tough because we'll see like 60, 70 students at a time mm -hmm. and do multiple sessions. So we'll do, yeah. I think the most we did was three. Three back to back. Back to yeah. back of like 70 students. Dang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we had multiple Health Smart presentations at Ganya Heights Elementary School, Finnegan. We also had a, a career a career day at Atacal. Um, wedding girl. Wedding girl. And you guys are all over the place. Yeah. And it's just you? Or is there more of you? It's our team. Just, just you guys. <laughs> so our, our chef, he teaches at Agada during yeah. the day. So any daytime outreach it's all either yeah it's just under your planner is freaking filled <laughs> yeah yeah so we recommend like anyone that wants to schedule uh private uh demos uh two months in advance because yeah our, our september's already filled dang yeah. mm -hmm. sorry <laughs> <laughs> anything else you guys want to want to put out there that's going on with you guys Oh, in the education, so we also do uh, private, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, paid demos. So this is, I don't know if you noticed on the calendars, but uh, it's a date night in the kitchen. So we also have date nights in the kitchen. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a opportunity for couples to come wine, dine, and relax, uh, enjoy a nice three-course meal cooked up by the chef. At the same time, you do, uh, he teaches you how to create it, and, you know, you're, you're engaged in that class, and... Um, the fun part is uh, we do wine pairing as well. So ah. so each course has a different type of wine that pairs well with the, the food. After my wife gives birth, I think I've got to <laughs> check that out. Yeah, uh, in November uh, 30th is our next one. I'm going to drink all the wine for her. <laughs> right? will be in my tea. Yeah, the November 30th will be at my tea, yep. Um, we do have one coming up, but it's already, it fills up really fast. We already sold out on our September 7th, uh, two weeks from now, Saturday. Wow. Yeah, this is a Mediterranean uh, date night in the kitchen. Yeah, so. That's super cool. It filled up so fast, I didn't even get a chance to put the posters in the stores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so. just word of mouth, and it just. Yeah, like that. boom. Wildfire. That's good. Mm -hmm. Anything else you guys want to highlight? Um, we talked about a lot. Um. There's just a lot going on with Payless, so if anyone has questions or How wants to learn more, um, best thing is to go to our website, paylessmarkets.com. Um, there's a community section. That's where our monthly calendar is. There's a description of all the different types of services we do. There's um, like a comment form, and that goes straight to me. Hmm. And then you can call the corporate office, 477-9266. And then our emails are just our first name and our last name. So Rose C at PaylessMarkets.com, Joseph C at PaylessMarkets.com. Cool. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. That's, that's lunchtime. <laughs> I have an alarm for lunch. Um, anyways, I think that's about all the time we have, too. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming in and telling us everything that Payless is doing. I think it's really, really good on, on all of you guys. And I think you guys are doing a great job at being at the forefront of trying to push health within, you know, within the stores and, and in the community. Um, if you guys have any questions or want to get in touch with these guys, just email them, check out their website, or give them a call. And other than that, I think we'll... See you guys next time. Yes. Yeah. Thank well, you we got to do. Us. We got to do another, another podcast when Mighty comes up. Yeah. All right. And see what's going on. Um, 
yeah, we're just about done. I'll see you guys next week on Boca Talks. Adios.